Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are. Good morning. Uh, end times Friday uh, in April. We, um, uh, as you see, I have a new uh, library set here. Um, <laughs> we are in North Carolina um, at Jake and Mary Beckel's uh, retreat home. We're doing yeah, getting a, ready for another retreat. Getting right? ready for a retreat uh, this weekend. Uh, these are C twelve uh, CEOs and their wives coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, that's uh, fun. It'll be quite fun. Uh, they're common, interesting, because uh, uh, when we do retreats, as you know, we do surveys, which are very informative, uh, just for spiritual mm-hmm. things. And uh, uh, this particular group, universally, um, is too busy. Um, mm. And they're not facing many deep conflicts. They just are too busy. They're not spending time together. And, right. and they said they're not enjoying life, but... But they're busy, right. you know, and they have they have their businesses are fine, you know. So it'll be interesting to give be yeah, interesting. Yeah, business process and it. joy don't go together, right? Not well, right? And it's a <laughs> it's a hard thing for us Americans, particularly because we are mm-hmm. so task driven, and we are kind of driven by the more that we do, isn't that better? Mm-hmm. And God says no. There's there's a place of of margin and space and time for each other and, and enjoyment of all of life. That's when we talk about the covenant, by the way. Um. A lot of people try to limit that to, well, you're really talking about uh, prosperity gospel and financial gain. And we're saying no. Um, no, this is about living life. It's living the, the fullness, fullness of, what he has for of us. all that God has for us, which is, you know, pleasant uh, marriage, family, inner circle, uh, space, time, enjoyment at work. <coughs> excuse me. Um, <coughs> wow, excuse me. Um, for um, financial freedom, uh, and it can be blessing, but it's not. That's not the measure. Um, mm-hmm. And in this weekend, when, when we have these retreat uh, couples, that'll be the the thing that we'll try to let let the word speak on its own. Is that it's all available to you. I God says I mm-hmm. want to deliver it to you, and of course you have to abide with me to receive it because you got to be with me. Um, right. And there's a joy to that. You know both from his side and from our side, you know, so that'll be, it'll be fun to do. So that's why I have a new set, uh, this today, uh, next week I'll still be in North Carolina at a different place. We'll be at the Biltmore and I'll have another set. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, so that, that'll be fun. Um, yeah, you guys have some fun traveling coming up. We do. So, um, as we're talking about, uh, the end, um, lots of interesting things, uh, going on, uh, in the world as we are, seeing things remember he said watch the signs pay attention mm-hmm. uh it's very important um and and we have to be careful that we don't interpret uh and that's that's kind of an interesting truth is that he said watch the signs mm-hmm. and then let me give you insight about the signs 
Right. Because we can take the science and say, oh, of course. And, and usually what happens is people are... And we are, can go on a lot of presumption that's inaccurate. <laughs> a lot of presumption, particularly about timing, mm-hmm. what it means. And I've been a student of uh, particularly Revelation for like 25 years. And just me personally, things that I understood 25 years ago and interpreted mm-hmm. based on what I saw... Uh, well, not quite right yet, Rich, because right. there's more, you know, there's more to it. And so think of here we got 2000 years of that. Mm-hmm. And that's why we got to be careful not to over overdo it, but also not to ignore the watching of it because he said watch for it. Right. Um, and right. and by the way, there, w- there will be a time where it actually happens. Um, mm-hmm. So it's going to happen just like the birth of Christ was predicted and they waited and waited and waited, it happened. Um, Mm -hmm. There was a moment in history in the people around that that actually experienced it, and even non-believing historians wrote about it. Right. Because that happened. Um, So this is going to happen. And one thing that we can say, which we want to talk briefly about, is uh, Israel. Um, Jesus said, when you see Israel formed back as a country... Uh, mm-hmm. the time that generation will see the end you know so it they have formed as a country um, it's possible that we're then in that sequence and generation will be 40 years so you know the next you know, mm-hmm. 30 40 years is that possible um, it appears that things are headed that way just because of the forces right. we can see with the you know central banking and we'll talk about in a minute in the uh, world Economic Forum. Its goal is one world government, and the one world government mm-hmm. is what triggers the tribulation. Right. Um, and then Israel, you know, going on, and um, a couple of interesting things have happened in the last actually couple of weeks. Is that um, the uh, Netanyahu, who is a let's say a, a strong pro-Israel, pro-biblical. Uh, maintenance of the country uh, and would be considered and politically would be considered conservative right Um, well he um, because of the way they're structured Mm -hmm. a little bit different than ours um, and that is that um, our system remember is is set up which by the way doesn't really function that way anymore but by checks and balances with a Supreme right. Court, a president, and a Congress. And they <clears throat> they have to ultimately come to agreement to be able to you know, have things uh, fulfilled. Uh, well, in the Israel system, um, it's really what's called the Congress or the Knesset and then the Supreme Court, and they kind of contradict each other. Um, and because of the law that the way that the Supreme Court can operate in Israel, mm-hmm. they can take something and uh, and set a uh, policy and say this is it. So, <laughs> so with no check and balance, without without really thing? a check and balance, and it's okay. it's, it's problematic structurally. Um, generally, by the way, the population winds up over time voting you know, people that they want in those positions to be able to fulfill what their desires are. But uh, because they've had, on top of that, um, 
it's not like America where whoever wins the election wins. Even mm-hmm. even if there were three people vo- uh, running and somebody got 35%, somebody got, you know, 40%, and somebody got 25%, well, the 40% guy would win. Mm-hmm. In, in Israel, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that the majority has to be in power. And if you don't get a majority, you have to go form a coalition of the people that right. that lost to join Which you. Which results in a lot of interesting compromises. Lots of compromises. And is why Netanyahu, for four years in a row, mm-hmm. um, had to be reelected, wasn't reelected, couldn't form a government, but mm-hmm. because he happened to be there, he stayed in power for those four or five years. Um, they just did it again. Uh, somebody else won. They did form a government. This is last year. Mm-hmm. And um, it collapsed because <laughs> they couldn't hold it together because, the, right. as you said, the compromises that right. had to be well, made. Well, now we've got protest again because of some of this. Well, right? yeah. And so uh, uh, so um, it's not easy to even get to the point where who's ever in power can have their policies be put in power. Mm-hmm. So as a result of that... Um, Netanyahu uh, fired his defense minister, who is mm-hmm. pro Supreme Court, basically in their rulings, and these are things about, um, you know, LGBTQ and transgenderism and all kinds of interesting things that they say are against what they would believe, but the Supreme Court puts it in power. So uh, he was pro Supreme Court. They fired him with an action of, okay, now let's get the Knesset, the Congress, to put together new laws and then and in that new law limit the ability of the Supreme Court to counteract it. Mm-hmm. Well, that just threw everything in chaos um, because obviously now you've got great division. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we want this and the other side wants that. And there's big protests going well, on. But that's a dramatic shift in dramatic. how they're governing. Very so. dramatic, yeah. Um, and uh, so there's a big, big protest going on. On top of that, and the Palestinians have kind of taken advantage of this moment, there's a lot of violence um, on the holy sites. Um, mm-hmm. And there's attacks going on at the holy sites. And so not only is there protesting, but there's violence contributing to this on mm-hmm. the Palestinian side because they're saying if we don't go back to the way it was we are going to have difficulty in being able to govern because of of their of the new policy so they're not happy um okay so that's that's happening uh, so there there's protesting and no resolution yet other than dis, you know disruption and uh chaos on top of it um and I think I talked about this briefly, but um, um, Iran has been funding mm-hmm. um, basically attacks against Israel. So it's Syria. Uh, and these are the Shiites, by the way, the, the right, extremists. Right. So the Shiites from, from, from Syria, uh, Hezbollah, Hamas, uh, the, um, uh, you know, the Al-Qaeda, 
um, they're all being funded by Iran to supply them with missiles. Mm-hmm. And Israel right now is having a barrage from all sides of missiles mm-hmm. into the country. Uh, now they have what's called an Iron Dome because of the software system and technology they've got that they could shoot most of it down, but they're, but they're constantly getting uh, bombed by it. And uh, Saudi Arabia, that was Shi, uh, Sunni, was, mm-hmm. was basically friendly with Israel um, and wanting to make sure that they could actually let Israel come against Iran and per- keep everything kind of in balance because they, right. they, they don't want to attack, you know, their fellow Muslims, even though they hate each other. It's kind of funny. Are the <coughs> Saudi Arabia, is that primarily Sunni? Sunni. Okay. They're Sunni. So it's Jordan, Egypt, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Saudi Arabia, Bahrain. Those are all Sunni. And they're all, okay. they've all been friendly to Israel. But um, so because of what happened with Russia and fighting Ukraine and cutting off oil to Europe, um, they were, Europe was requesting um, Saudi Arabia to not support oil into, you know, China and, and Russia, et cetera, um, and, and don't buy them as well. Mm-hmm. Well, so the Russians, the Chinese, who are strong partners of Iran, um, got the Saudis to join them mm-hmm. and said, let's, let's get rid of, by the way, and this is interesting, while they're doing all that, let's get rid of dependence on the United States dollar. Um, mm-hmm. And instead of trading in dollars, let's trade in, in our own currency, which, which is what they're working toward, uh, separating it out you know, from it. And then uh, because of that, and <laughs> Europe gets their oil from Saudi Arabia. Right. And they were anti-Russian, but, mm-hmm. they, but they basically said, hey, we'll join you in eliminating uh, oil uh, sales uh, by the U.S. dollar. And they're going to join into the system, even though Russia is, is a complication for them. So Europe uh, is. Europe. Yeah, this is Europe. Oh, and this very is, interesting. And there's protesting. Okay. And now Saudi Arabia has announced that they are greatly reducing their output of oil as well, correct? Right. Yeah, to keep the prices up, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all economically. And then, by the way, our prices are going to go up. Uh, you know, because right, ours already have around here. Yeah. As you know, as soon as that happened, we yeah. saw a spike. Yeah, they're good at that. <laughs> yeah. They're good at raising it. Um, so the dynamic we're seeing right before our very eyes that as little as three or four or five months ago, we were saying it looks like the Middle East is stabilizing and, mm-hmm. and Israel is a big participant in that, which right. is good for Israel. Um but because remember at the end, when we go to the tribulation, everyone's going to everyone be against, is against Israel, Israel, correct? And so we've just seen in a literally a few months, the shift of dynamic, mm-hmm. political dynamic from we're joining together to no, we're not going to join with you. And we're going to basically go this other way. And this other way is going to be ultimately against Israel. And we're seeing it right before our eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we can we can uh, observe that, um, and then um, on top of that, when we look at the banking scenario um, in the United mm-hmm. States, uh, we know uh, this is probably now 
by the time this airs, this is probably six, seven weeks after the um, the ESVB issue, uh, the uh, Silicon Valley Bank collapse, and then others behind mm -hmm. it. Um, well, there's there's a big, big, big uh, number of banks in trouble, uh, which again, all I would urge everybody to do, which is what I've done, is you go online and you can see your bank. And the two mm -hmm. questions you're looking for is, is it is it being on the watch list, what's called the watch list? And mm -hmm. it, it'll tell you if it is or not. And then you can go to what's called the Texas ratio, uh, which happens to just be a banking number, uh, information. How is it rated relative to its strength, you know, A, B, C, mm. or worse, you know, and what you, what we want is A, A banks. Right. Um, well, most of the banks. He says service credit unions are, are an interesting thing to be looking at right now as and well. They're, right? And they're part of it. And you got to look at them as well, because they're, some of those are strong, some of those aren't. So, but okay. you can, you can go and say, okay, where do I have my money? Uh, look up the bank, see what the strength of it is, see what the deposit flow is. And, if it's if it's on the watch list or it's on a B minus C, I would say even a B or less B B minus C, um, your that bank, and we'll, and we'll talk about this in a second, is likely to fail. Mm, interesting. And, and, okay. And if it's likely to fail, I would urge you to go to God and say, should I move my money to bank that won't fail? In it. Right. Um, so that's just just per se to look at that. Um, number two is that um, because of the inflation rate and the way the feds are operating is that they're actually tightening the requirements for banks uh, to function in terms of lending and payment of rates, et cetera. And the prediction is that um, they're actually going to stimulate, which, which looks like it may be planned, uh, to take the whole banking system in the United States, probably worldwide, from hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of banks, including little regional banks, to just five major banks. That's it. Um, and everybody will ultimately have to have to go to these five major banks only because if your bank fails, and by the way, you you and I know Dan had had his company was involved right. with having money in this in the Silicon Valley. Fortunately for him, the Fed said, mm -hmm. we'll honor all the deposits. Right, right. Okay, now, what they do, they say they're going to honor it. What they do is they got another bank to buy that bank. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody that owned anything in the bank, they're gone. They, they don't get anything. So they've lost their, their value in it. But the depositors right. remain whole and all of right. that, all that the money. The investors that, did not. The investors right. did not. So all the, all the, but now that Silicon Valley Bank doesn't exist, mm -hmm. it's owned by another bank. So that as the, uh, the movement, and this is, this is described and discussed, that over the next year or two, all the banks are going to wind up failing and have to be acquired, and ultimately there'll only be five banks. And so we're going to see a handful of power banks only, at least only for five, a season. Only five major national international banks, hmm. which, by the way, seems like that supports the new tribulation mm -hmm. structure of ten units, ten corporate units, 
Um, I don't think it's governments at all. I think it's a, I think it's a structure of some other kind that has mm-hmm. all the money and all the power. And, and you can see it being consolidated into control mm-hmm. of, of what must, you know, what must be uh, real, uh, what must be true. Uh, so um, that's happening right now and it's being written about right now. So when you, when you see it being kind of put out there mm-hmm. with people that know, it's kind of like, hey, everybody, you better pay attention because mm-hmm. this is pretty certain that's going to move in that direction. Because um, this isn't just a wild idea. It's you can see, and they went through a whole series of what the Fed is doing. And remember, the Fed is the one that's controlling all this and maneuvering all of it. Why to centralize things, control things, mm-hmm. um, so that the one world government member has to rule the the world. Right. Uh, well, they do have to do it economically. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Um, you could imagine. Very interesting. Uh, you can imagine, you know, uh, what that looks like, um, and uh, you know the aspect of uh, Israel and uh, and all that that means. Um, and then let's look at. Um, uh, there's a scripture. We were going to go one one way, but let me look a different way here. Um, okay. Uh, as we go to, um, uh, let me find this, but. Uh, do you have any any questions at all about the, uh, you know, just the, the concept of all that? Yeah, no, it's interesting to hear all of that, um, and I think I, you know, you've already kind of said it, but I'm sure a question that people have is, you know, as you watch this going, you know, what do I need to be doing? And obviously, abiding and asking God what you need to be doing. But then, from a very practical standpoint, you're talking about really keeping an eye on the banks and and I think that goes one step further if I'm not mistaken that you know I'm not just looking at my bank but you know I look at like my bank and there's things in the works in the next two years for them being bought by someone else so I need to be looking at that as well Mm -hmm. so there's just some there's a lot of paying attention that it seems like needs to be happening um beyond kind of paying attention is there anything else you would be saying you know asking god what he has to say and then just paying attention as this happens is there any um warning or advice or anything that you would give anybody as they're navigating okay you know what where am i putting my money how am i investing that sort of thing yeah this is going on that um uh, you know first of all it's just the source of where you where you have your bank um money uh, and remember mm-hmm. the the Fed uh, what they say guarantees up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars of an account and that really mm-hmm. is think of it by social security number or by um, yeah what they call EIN number federal EIN, identification right, number for businesses yeah for businesses and you can have separate um, there's two things you can do you can have separate accounts under different EIN numbers so that or or and, and social security numbers so like for example Linda and I um, because we're a couple we we can get covered up to five hundred thousand uh, dollars now mm. I, I could have a now can I ask about that yeah. so that as that's because you have two separate social securities it doesn't have to be two separate accounts uh, no, Does, uh, because we have joint accounts, okay. but we That's have, what I was wondering. So joint account would equate that 250 to a $500,000? Yeah, because they, they look FDIC at, they look at um, what numbers are associated. Well, you got two numbers. 
So we okay. cover, we'll cover you to two to five hundred thousand, two fifty each. And by okay. the way, and then I've got a consulting company with a different EIN number, and I've got a Linda's got a little company with an EIN number. So those are all separate mm -hmm. from that. Um, so we right. can even be covered greater than that, you know, if we want to. And then two is we could do the same thing at two or three different banks. So um, mm. if I have, you know, I go to Bank of America and I've got accounts there and then I go to Chase Bank over there, same social security numbers, but because it's a different institution, I'm covered up to 500000 at each place. Separately in each. Yeah. Okay, that's fascinating. Uh, that's so, good to know. Yeah, so it would be, you know, be careful. Um, and this is, this is tricky and this is why uh, big companies who have, millions and billions of dollars they can't they can't possibly put it in all these different accounts you know so right. what they do and often they are held if they have a, a line of credit with a bank or something like that they're held to having all of their assets at a particular bank as well right um, so what they do is they link up with the investment banking community mm -hmm. that guarantees it in a different way and I can put lots more money in that and then think of you know, for example, um, J.P. Morgan, investment banker, mm -hmm. owns Chase Banks. Right. So if you're a, a, a member of Chase Bank, you can say, okay, I'll protect, you know, $500,000 in Chase. I got a lot more money than that. So J.P. Morgan, you take the rest of it and put it in separate accounts through your system. Mm -hmm. And, and protect me that way. Um, so, and that's why it's mm -hmm. going to be easy, I believe, to consolidate it because of, the, because of the fear that the little banks are going to be left out because they're not associated with investment banking. And they don't right, have, they don't have and the, that offers have, a different level of protection. That's right. Let me ask one more just for like your average viewer here, average listener, um, who doesn't necessarily have that amount of money to put in the bank. If they are under that 250 or that 500 threshold um, that you're talking about, is there any reason for them to diversify into different banks or not as long as, you know, they're under that threshold so they have FDI insurance you know, no, to that threshold. No, it Is would, there any reason to diversify banks for someone dealing with lesser funds than what you're talking about? Not under the current rules, no. And the only the only question there is um, if my bank is on the watch list or my bank mm -hmm. is rated really low, the probability of failure is high. So right. if I know that... Um, it's not really about... You want to get to a more stable bank. Well, I, want to, I don't want to go through the trauma of mm -hmm. not being able to access my money. Right. Uh, because there is a period of time where you can't get to it as mm -hmm. they sort all that out. Um, and then uh, why go through the hassle if there's a wisdom to be done by moving it to a different place, mm -hmm. particularly at least until the tribulation, you can start to realize that there's probably going to be five, six banks standing. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe I should go ahead and just go there soon, you know, sooner than later. Right. You know? Well, and that's, as you're talking about this, I'm thinking about almost the self fulfilling here. If you know, you're talking about them consolidating to five banks, 
which if we all begin to watch and see this one looks bad, this one looks bad, this one looks bad, we may naturally do that ourselves. That's right. Cause that, you know, you, you start to withdraw, then you put into these that are safer and suddenly five are standing. Yeah. Well, that's what happened. You at, know? Uh, I mean, think about what happened in Silicon Valley is that um, there became an awareness that mm-hmm. that they were financially the investments weren't solid in yeah. trouble and in one day think about this mm-hmm. in, right in one day 42 billion dollars was withdrawn mm-hmm. well they couldn't they couldn't meet it right um and that took their ratios to negative and then you have to stop you literally have to stop because the system says you can't do it mm-hmm. um so they stopped even though people were upset, now the people that started it got their money. Mm-hmm. As you went down further down the pike, they didn't get their money, and and now right. it could have been, by the way, because you know, it wasn't there. <laughs> uh, you know, and this is where because of the crisis of it, you know, a company like Dan's who had money in the bank, big money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Interesting enough, if they wouldn't have stepped in, they would have said, "Tough luck." Uh, right. You just lost ten million bucks because right. That's the rule. That's the rule. We only cover this. That's it. It could have done that, um, mm-hmm. and that's where the the rub is. Is that it's not that they ought to guarantee that they're going to take care of everybody. It's going to be, yeah, I, mean, I might not, you know. And so it's just, you know, should I be safer with that? Um, and then, you know, the other aspect of it, which we'll we'll talk about next time, will be uh, the economic conditions which then has a has a impact on our investments and what we do and our lending and our debt and all these things that we have part of our personal life. Um, we can't assume that the way things are today are going to be the way they are tomorrow. Right. And we have to ask God about that and get some awareness of it seems mm-hmm. like it's going this way, just like it seems like my bank may not be stable. Mm-hmm. Okay, now tomorrow is that going to fail? Yeah, probably not. Could it fail in the next month, two, three, four, five, six months? Uh, yeah. Well, then, Father, do I'm going to do something different? Um, mm-hmm. And see, there's no there's no system to that. It's not like well, you should. It's just that well, since there's there's something changing, mm-hmm. we urge you to go to God and start talking to Him about well, what do you right. have to say about this? And, and just in that statement, I'm highlighting Rich's saying, go to God and ask him what he has to say, not go to fear and start panicking right. <laughs> and figuring it out yourself. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, because there's, there's need Which answers. I think is the tendency. Yeah, and God says, uh, remember, I can make all things work together for good. Um, so he says, don't worry. Uh, none of this bothers me. Um, mm-hmm. I got answers for you. I can show you. Uh, trust me. And by the way, because of the variability of things, more and more and more and more and more that we can't even fathom what's going to happen. He right. says, well, I know, and I can tell you if you have a heart to hear, you know, and that's why mm-hmm. we, we talk about abiding. Even these end times are so critical of, even if it's going to be a long way off of ultimately the, you know, the tribulation, we know that these things are so tricky now. Right. That And we have difficult things to navigate that we need his yeah. wisdom on and need him making the crooked places straight. Yeah, and that's why I think he told us, watch the signs. Yes, in the context of the end, but I think he was saying even think is something even more precise, and that is the signs of your times. 
mm, the signs of the signs of your season the signs mm-hmm. of you know the economic fluctuations you know and the changes politically and governments and all that and mm-hmm. you know let me let me give you wisdom because I can and I can still deliver covenant life to you in the middle of all that mess right uh, so anyway we'll, we'll pick it up uh, next time talk a little bit more about Great. the economic things um, and then we'll uh, we'll bring back in a little bit more about uh, Israel and then uh, the world situation so uh, we, we, we got a lot to say and I, uh, this is our, <laughs> our time is up, but we'd like to keep going and, uh, we will next time. Great. And if you have questions, send them in to questions at afjministry.com. We'd love to talk about them. Thanks for sharing your wisdom on all this rich as always. It's a joy. Have a great day, right. everyone. See, See you, you next soon. time. Yep. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of come and see your podcast for truth in a world of chaos brought to you by all for Jesus living waters ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.